This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Are you into competitive gaming? Would you like to make a few bucks while doing so? If so, check out Gamersaloon.com. Gamersaloon.com hosts tournaments for games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, Mortal Kombat, Overwatch, and more. Sign up at Gamersaloon.com and use our promo code MGNPOD, that's M-G-N-P-O-D, and you can help us keep making this totally sweet podcast. For more information, check out Gamersaloon.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Bryant hey. and Alex. Hello. Today we've got some game news, and Alex is going to tell you how amazing the inpatient is, and we're going to give you our thoughts on the Sea of Thieves beta. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we do appreciate feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch, as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, yeah, we haven't, we've played a couple of things, too. I know Brian wanted to talk about Prey, right? Yeah, finally dove into that. Quite a bit, yeah. We, yeah, about 15 hours worth. We do kind of have some feedback, too. Let's, the first piece of feedback is from somebody with the initials BD, and it says, you guys are dicks for not letting me talk about my most anticipated games of 2018. Oh, so, yeah. Brian, what are you anticipating for 2018, real quick? I uh, forgot <laughs> since last episode. <laughs> He's anticipating playing some more Prey. Um, <laughs> sea of Thieves, I believe, was the main thing. Okay. That, and uh, Shadow of the Colossus, because I never got to play that back in the day. Yeah. And I've always heard it's amazing, and it seems like a game I would probably like. Um, beyond that, uh, I'm not particularly sold that Anthem is going to be good, and I knew it wasn't going to come out this year, and now yeah, that's confirmed. So, <laughs> But I am curious about it. We don't have to it. buy John Quiet now. Quiet now. Anyway, sorry about that, Brian. That's all right. It gives me um, time to save up for all the loot boxes I'm going to have to buy when it comes out. So. <laughs> that's all I can think of at the moment. Okay. No, that's cool. What about Red the, Dead so, if it comes out? Yeah, I don't think like, that's coming out either. But of course, that would be on my list. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what about Prey? You've, you've, delved, you've dove into Prey quite a bit lately, and I know you're kind of excited about that. So why don't you give yeah, me Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Um, it's very much like styled after System Shock 2, yeah, slower Deus moving, X, those kind of games. Um, like the old school grid inventory management, you know, where yeah. like a shotgun takes up three spots and a can of soda or whatever takes up one slot. Yeah. Um, all the cool upgrades and stuff. About, um, well, several hours into the game, you get an entirely new upgrade tree. Yeah. That That's is cool. all like, uh, I don't even know what they're called, like Typhons or whatever the hell. Yeah, like the alien abilities. Yeah. Um, you you can start getting those. But what's cool is you have the, this thing called a psychoscope, I think it is. And you, you as you um, examine enemies and scan them, you unlock abilities in that tree that you can you that you can upgrade. That's pretty cool. But there's also like an element where you ha- kind of have to balance like how powerful you want to be with those abilities, yeah. Um, with how much danger you're putting yourself in, because if you upgrade to a certain threshold, it spawns this ridiculous enemy called the nightmare, 
and he will be out there for like two and a half minutes straight looking for you. And he, he it's the thing's fucking huge and scary and will just stomp you into the ground in like one hit. It's like Mr. X from Resident Evil. Yeah. So you have to basically, you just have to avoid him for two and a half minutes and then he'll go away. But that, I think, happens every single time you get an upgrade beyond that point in that huh. tree. That's interesting. It's a, there's a lot of really cool mechanics in it that are are pretty unique. Like, I really like the uh, the fabrication system. Basically, you can take all the shit you find in the world, like junk that's like old banana peels or pieces of paper and yeah. circuit boards and stuff. Yeah, circuit boards, hard drives, whatever. Garbage. You can you take can, all the garbage. All of it, it's right? worth like a certain percentage, like a of a material. Of a material type. And then um also like the typhon like uh organs and stuff. If you have the right upgrades in your tree, you can recycle those too. Sweet. Into exotic materials which you can turn into you can fabricate neuromods with those which those are what give you your upgrades in your skill tree yeah um but like the recycling thing is just super cool because you just dump all this crap into a bin and then all these little colored cubes come out the other side (laughs) (laughs) and then you pick those up and you take them to the fabrication center and you're like okay i want to turn them all into shotguns. and then you see all the little cubes fit perfectly in this little grid and it's just very satisfying for whatever reason. <laughs> right on. And I, then it drops was, out whatever item you want. I was just happy for the ability to make lots of shotgun shells in that game. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a long time to find that schematic, by yeah. the way. And it was like, yeah, I was getting a little worried because I was running into like more difficult enemies and I had maybe like four shotgun shells left. Because <laughs> resources are definitely very limited in yeah. that game. You you yeah. have to, you, you really need to partake in the recycling in yeah. order to like... The the other really cool thing is they have recyclable grenades. So like if you can't find one of the, those machines for a while, you can just pile all your shit on the ground and throw a, throw grenade, a grenade at it, and it <laughs> pops a bunch of cubes out. Awesome. You can also use that to remove certain types of obstacles and shit that are that you, can be recycled. You can also recycle things that you would use in order to yeah, make you, other you things. You can throw like if you find extra guns and stuff, you yeah. can recycle those too. Or if you're, like, not partaking in, in, like, if you were, like, I don't need any more upgrades, you could just recycle the mm-hmm. mods too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a pretty good creepy vibe to it. I like the music. I like the sounds. The sound effects are great. Um, voice acting is pretty good. The story is interesting because it's, like, you don't, you can't really trust anybody or anything going yeah. on. Because, I mean, basically, the the premise is you are stuck in, like, a... This isn't that much of a spoiler or anything, because, I mean, you figure it out pretty early on that you're, you were stuck in a simulation for, like, a year or something, I think. And basically, that's just to uh, test or grow those powers that you get from the aliens. And uh, then at, at one point, somebody, you don't really know for sure, like, breaks you out of that cycle. And then you're kind of just, like, wandering the station and trying to figure out who you can trust because you have like there's operators they're like machines but they're ai machines whatever you have two of those trying to help you but you don't know which one's actually good and your brother's still alive on the plant on the ship somewhere or maybe off the ship at that point station um and like he's trying to tell you a different thing so you don't know who's telling the actual truth 
But uh, yeah, it's fun. I'm curious to see. It's, where uh, it it sounds like this game just because it got off on the wrong foot. No one's ever going to give it the chance it needs. Like now, but no. I was in the same be, boat. Like I. It'll hated be, the demo when I tried it on PS4. It'll be a cult classic, much like System Shock and those sorts of games have become. Yeah, maybe time. further down the line. I've heard a lot of people playing it and being like, it's so good. And when I was playing, like, I just... I don't... When, when I we went never, to review it, I was... I got very close. Like, I got the the just kind of the gameplay loops that really worked for me, and I was getting the abilities that I liked, and I was like, I really like this. But it doesn't feel very good on console. Yeah, it feels so much better on With the computer. mouse and keyboard. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect with the mouse and keyboard. So, like, that was the main problem for me. If I would have picked it up on PC, I probably would have been all about yeah. it. But I think there are people paying it respect. Mm-hmm. But it just it didn't quite... Uh, it seems very long, it too. Stumbled the, it, it kind of stumbled it out of the gate, essentially. Right, right. And that certainly... There's also uh, zero-gravity segments, which are pretty wild. Yeah. It's very right easy to get disoriented. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lose your way. It. I mean, similar to like Rainbow Six, I remember when Rainbow Six came out, people were like, this game's kind of stupid. Because you're like, it's all microtransactions. With yeah. like points that you get in the game. And now it's got a bigger fan base than it ever did in its first year. It just keeps growing. So it's weird that we're having this like revisionist history of video games when people can apply patches and be like, Oh, well no man's sky, for example. Right. It's a completely different game than it was when it originally came out. Prey, so. Prey definitely needs some more patches. Like it's polished enough to play, but that game has crashed on me twice. Like out of nowhere, no message or anything, just straight to the desktop. Hmm. And, uh, it's, I mean, twice out of 15 hours is tolerable. But, uh, Maybe the little I've also had bugs taking over your computer. with like enemies getting stuck in walls, yeah, and that's kind of irritating. But uh, they're few and far between. Hmm. I just hope they fix that stuff. Yeah, right on. Anything else? Uh, you played lots of PUBG. Yeah, I started playing a lot more PUBG. I've lots been streaming on my account, which is Eldest Goat on Twitch. Um, so when you're adding Midwest Gainers on Twitch, also add Eldest Goat. Yes. Yeah, I've been streaming like maybe four or five days a week. Yeah. Just for half hour, hour, whatever. Yeah, Corey or seems. Longer. Corey seems to enjoy watching you play because he likes to. He likes your. Yeah, uh, I your was rage. Super close to getting my second chicken dinner, my only solo one, and then I killed myself with a grenade. Yeah. That was funny. That's awesome. That's recorded. If anybody wants to watch that <laughs> and look at and laugh at me, um, but I still really enjoy that game, and uh, yeah. it's nice that I've been able to play again since there's actually a couple people that want to play now, <laughs> right? Because everybody else gave up on it. Yeah, I'll play. But, uh, Sorry, Brian. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> I'll play it. Always a. You'll have to get experience. another crossbow expert that only ever got one kill with a crossbow. Hey, I got two kills in one match with a crossbow. Good job. Anyways, Alex, what about you? I uh, really haven't had that much time to play anything, but after finishing up The Inpatient, I tried out a VR game that I bought a while ago called um, Static Institute of Retention. Okay. Static with a K at the end. I think that's the one Jason keeps telling me. Jason, yeah. Jason told me about it, and I was like, oh, that's, that sounds really cool. So I ended up picking it up. I think it was on sale at some point. But um, So basically, it's you. I don't think you can play it with move controllers, but 
your character has its hands inside of like a suitcase and on the outside of that suitcase are a bunch of contraptions and you have to figure out how to accomplish certain things that the game wants you to accomplish with essentially no hand holding at all. You just have to sit there and fiddle with the buttons to figure out what they do and kind of intuit from clues in the room around you to try and figure it out. Interesting. You're in an institute where they're studying you trying to figure out these puzzles. Okay. Uh, I got through most of them yesterday in a span of like two hours maybe, but they're very compelling and they're a lot of fun and they make me feel really smart. And um, <laughs> Like The Witness? Like The Witness, absolutely. <laughs> and it's I think it's out on um, Vive as well as PSVR, so if you have one of the access to one of those two things you should check it out on the psvr at least i don't know about the vive it takes advantage of the social screen experience i think there are two player puzzles to complete with another person on the outside but i didn't get a chance to try any of those out um when the rift runs games it runs them on the monitor as well yeah i don't i don't know why it couldn't do that but i haven't really heard of anything where you could use another outside controller right so, I don't know. It, it might be possible. But um, other than that, I think that's about all that I've really played. You want to talk about the inpatient? I feel like we, I feel like we <laughs> I could just squeeze Alex it. I think Alex is thinking, do I have to? We could just squeeze it into this segment because you're talking about Game it. Game of right. the year, right? I haven't really played much of anything else. Anyway, We're going to so. talk about the inpatient. The inpatient is a PSVR exclusive uh, prequel to Until Dawn. A game that came out on PS4 by Supermassive Games that we talked about and loved. Um, I was pretty pumped for this. We saw videos of it at uh, at E3 and PSX or whatever, essentially, and it just looked like Until Dawn with VR, and uh, it's pretty not. bad. <laughs> like it's just not good. Yeah, it's essentially a two-hour movie for you to watch. From within the movie. Uh, from basically. within the movie. And you can, like, walk around the environment at the slowest speed possible. Like, there's <laughs> no way to go fast at all. But you can walk around and, like, look at items that show you memories of what happened in the past. But, and in the past, I mean, like, from before the 40 years previous that the game actually takes place in. Right. But it's about, like, the closing of the sanatorium that's in the game in, in Until Dawn. Hmm. Uh, I tried it with the Move controllers, and I tried it with the PlayStation 4 DualShock controller, and neither way feels good. Uh, because you can you can kind of manage movement and turning better with the actual DualShock 4, but it still uses motion controls to control the hand to, like, hit buttons and, like... Like, so you find yourself using the controller to like Yeah, and it's real bad. That's weird. Like it made I don't and and I it made me there's a part I'm going to spoil part of it cuz whatever. There's a part at the end of the game where you're in an elevator that gets kind of stuck. Yeah. And you're trying to go to certain floors and I was all over the place on that thing. Like I was trying to get to floor two, but I put my arm out and it would think that I'm hitting like the door close button, but then I would like try and move it up and it would hit the second floor button, but then I'd also come back down and hit the basement one button. It was really bad. Like it didn't make any sense. So in that sense, the move controllers work a lot better because you're actually using your hand. You have that fine grain control of it. 
but you have to like hold the move button on the right hand and then turn it in order to turn your character and you turn back to stop it's like you're using like a big wooden ship steering wheel to turn a person which makes no sense yeah but all in all i don't i can't even tell you what the story was <laughs> i don't n- know what they were they were trying Are to you show sure you me finished it i i'm a hundred percent sure i finished it <laughs> i kind of get it but i don't that doesn't make and it's just really baffling how did that happen i Is don't it a know different development the uh, team who's running the like team in the interesting studio no. or no? i don't know I, I i honestly couldn't tell you but it's, it's i just, mean until dawn was so good it was unexpectedly just, so in some ways. I was playing this at midnight to one in the morning. Here's what I will say. They're very good about making atmosphere. They're very good at jump scares. They're very good at creeping me out. But the problem with creeping me out... But that's not out, enough for like a game. The problem with creeping me out in a game where you're supposed to be encouraged to look around and find objects... <laughs> I'm not going to find those things because I'm just going to beeline it to the end of... The, the hallway that I'm running down. Right. And that's all this game is. It's hall- You could call this Hallway Runner Simulator 2018 and sell it to a new audience because I think that's <laughs> what it's more effective. Creepy Hallway Simulator. Yeah, creepy, yes. Haunted House Simulator 2018. Package it and put it on Steam because that's making a lot of money. But I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy that. No. The the thing is, they, they want you to, to sit there and not only go and find all these things, but they want you to replay it because the butterfly effect system right. is in effect here, too. So you do make choices with what, you, what your character says to the people talking to them. And I'll get into that in a second. But the game is so excruciating to play and boring that I don't want to put myself it. through that again. And the the only other thing that is kind of unique is that you can use voice to respond to questions. Yeah. The, somebody will talk to you, and then it'll present you with two options, and you can speak whichever one of the lines that you want to speak. That's cool. So that was nice, and that was interesting, but that's... So if you're the type that reads things out loud before uh, yeah, deciding... Yeah, you, you gotta, kinda... you got to quiet yourself down a little. <laughs> you, can, you can flip that off, too. You can... Because the why would you? It's such a unique feature. It is, but the other thing you further can proof do, that they should have put shouting into Skyrim. VR. <laughs> you can just you can just look at the option that you want and hold the trigger, and it'll it'll yeah. use it. But it's certainly not worth thirty nine ninety nine. Barely Ooh. worth four ninety nine. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Deep and cuts. it's just it's not good. It's it's really disappointing. that's a bummer because I think uh, the, like the entire. Uh, until Dawn has become a huge game. Like yeah. people really like that game and for them to shell this out and just kind of plop it on everyone's doorstep, I feel like they're letting a fan base down pretty it's hard. It's really disappointing too because it, it's a VR game and there's yeah. not a lot of those out there. It feels really telling to me that it's not Until Dawn colon the Impatient. Right. Like they were scared to put that name on it, which is stupid cuz they put out Rush of Blood. Which is fine. It's a fine shooter, like on rails shooter carnival ride. Yeah, and but it, it has nothing to do with the, the no. Game it's just like it ride has, through the environments. It has similar like character models and things. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with any of the characters no, it in that. It or has the, the creepy ass mask right? and the clowns and yeah. yeah, yeah so it's like 
yeah, the fact that they would they would be scared to put the name on it, but they wouldn't be scared to put it on like a rail shooter. Right. I don't know. I think it kind of speaks volumes, but yeah. I'm bummed. Uh I was hoping with the extra time that they had that maybe they were just fine-tuning things to make it better, but maybe they made it worse. I think it was, was that delayed at some point. It was delayed cuz it was supposed to come out in October, I think, or something like that. Later probably. The well, they were probably like, year. well, if we drop it in the winter, we'll get somebody to buy the crappy game because there's nothing else to buy. Yeah, and that I mean, if they put it congratulations, out in October, I bought the game, people would have but... <laughs> complained and gotten refunds and bought something else. It's yeah. Well, you they can't complain because it's only two hours. You can go play something else after giving them forty dollars for right. nothing. But okay. no, it's it's but not. That's good. two hours you could have been playing the Sea of Thieves. It beta, is, and that probably makes you sad. Eh. <laughs> you know, whatever <laughs> that noise. It's just a six. <laughs> it was a very Tim Long noise, actually. But the uh, uh, no, I it's a beta. I don't really want to. Yeah, invest yeah. in the beta per se, but we'll talk more about that later. So, so that's the, the impatience. That playing it when we got here. <laughs> that, I just wanted to confirm my feelings on the control scene. Oh, okay. But anyway, that's the impatient. Don't buy it ever. Don't. Period. Just don't do it. Don't spend your time to play this game for free. We want to do news last, or do we want to yeah. do news now? Well, let's just work through news real quick. All right, let's yeah. work we'll through news real quick. What's the first news bit? First news bit. We've got the Xbox Game Pass now gets new Microsoft games on day one. Brian. Yes. Your feelings is, on this is matter. exactly what the case is. Yeah. And that is amazing. That means games like Sea of Thieves, which is out, I believe, March 20th, yep. is included in this deal. So you spend 10 bucks a month, nine ninety nine to be specific, but um, and that gets you... Sea of Thieves on day one and other Microsoft exclusives coming out like Crackdown 3 and... State of Decay, Decay uh, 2. State of Decay 2. Um, Presumably. That'll also include probably any further or future Gears of Wars games or... Uh, Halos. Halo, Fable. Uh, supposedly there is another Fable in the works. Yeah. Um, plus all the other games that are already included in the pass. There's like a hundred or more of them, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are good. They're, they might be older. Some of them are 360 games. But yeah, it's a pretty good deal. It, and they will work on PC as the, well if they have the Play Anywhere stipulation, which yeah. Sea of Thieves does. And Sea of Thieves plays very well on PC. Yeah, so any of the like first-party Microsoft games that have been playable on PC that are on there already can be played on PC mm-hmm. as well yes. as on your Xbox. Um, the other thing, like the thing to note here that's impressive to me, this is $10 a month. And if they put out two games a year, Sea of Thieves and what's the other one? Crackdown 3. If Crackdown 3 is actually a video game <laughs> and it comes out this year, <laughs> then you break even... Yeah. yeah, with those two games essentially, but not on top of that, you've got all of the other video games on the. I service. believe, like State of Decay Two, I believe has an actual date for this year, right? Okay, I think so. so I, I think it does. It's. I believe that's more of a video game than Crackdown is. And but. I mean, it's almost guaranteed there will be a new Forza Horizon game in the fall too, even yeah. though they haven't re- released any info about it. I heard it might be in Japan, which is awesome. That's you know that was where I was guessing it might yeah. be. 
That would be amazing. I, I hope that's true, because I would buy that. Yeah, that would be so good. Um, Spring 2018 is what we have for State of Decay 2. Okay, No, cool. no finite No finite uh, date. Yeah. But I like, am. I forgot about that game. I am looking forward to that, because it has the multiplayer in it that yeah. I really wanted to be in the first one. Right. But, no, that that's really cool. And, I mean, props to them. Like, it smells a little bit of, like... Desperation. Desperation <laughs> of, like, we need to do something to make people excited about yeah, Xbox. And to maybe buy an Xbox One X. Yeah, but this is kind of cool, and it doesn't require you to buy an Xbox One X yeah. to really take The only thing that kind of sucks of about it is that you're still... You have to pay... Uh, you you know you're paying for Xbox Live Gold too and Game yeah. Pass like it's the sort of thing where like it'd be nice if like because you have gold you get a discount on Game Pass or something like that yeah. I mean they should go back to tiers like they used to have what they would call I, I swear they had just silver or something yeah. before which was like the free Xbox yeah you didn't get anything stuff. special out of it but you could play online with your friends I, I'm starting to think that maybe they should just have a tiered system in general well that's like, kind of what we talked about and gold. With like PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus as well, like yeah, if they figured out a way to wrap all of these things together and kind of yeah, discount it a bit and not make it or, feel like they're nickel and diming. I you mean, out it, of all at your least money. just set it up as like lay it out as simple options like Netflix does, where you know you pay this much and you get standard definition and streaming on two devices or whatever. You pay this much, you get. You know, HD and three devices. Yeah, like, like high-speed highways for the internet. <laughs> the uh, net neutrality. The whopper so, neutrality. Not what I'm saying. I mean, the only other thing is that uh, sometimes it could be cool if they're like, "Hey, you know what? If you buy a full year of Xbox Game Pass for a hundred dollars, we'll sell it to you for that instead of a hundred and twenty. You be save cool. twenty bucks." That kind of thing, I think, would work for me. Yeah, because then well, it's almost like you're roll effectively... Roll it into my Xbox Prime subscription. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're effectively paying the same amount as you would for Best Buy. Like, if it was a straight 20% off for Games Pass for a year, they'd probably sell me on it. Because then I'm like, well, I get the games digitally. I can play it on PC and Xbox. And I don't have to go to the store anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. I, I kind of wonder how well the... Uh the gamer club unlocked has worked out for uh best buy yeah like I how don't much know. money they actually made i mean i refuse that. to buy games anywhere else i mean so that yeah it's kind of working in their favor in that respect i'm just surprised i mean like amazon amazon's is pre-orders amazon copied only that model somewhat but yeah, yeah it's only but, pre-orders um, whereas best buy is any wondering game. yeah like is microsoft gonna try to do anything like that that would it seems like it would be beneficial yeah i don't know or I mean, I guess PlayStation just thinks they have no competition still, so they're probably not going to try anything like that. No, probably not. But I mean, but, yeah, the Switch sold better than anything last year, so they do have competition of sorts. Yeah, well, kind of. But uh, I mean, no, that's something that people have wanted Nintendo to do forever in terms of the Game Pass. They want the virtual console to just be a Netflix-style service, which I think sounds really smart and would be great for Nintendo to do, which is why they're not going to do it. But... Mm-hmm. You know, so this is cool. It effectively <laughs> is making me cancel my Sea of Thieves pre-order because yeah, I can just play it for ten dollars. But uh, 
Because, yeah. I mean, like most subscription services in general, what they're hoping is that you sign up and you forget about it and you just keep paying for it without even knowing, which I did initially when Game Pass was released. I signed up for like the 14-day trial, completely forgot about it, and ended up booking two months of it without even knowing, like... Because I was too busy well, playing fucking Destiny. <laughs> most of the games that are part of the pass are old games that have already sold enough. So Sorry, anything they make on top of what they've already made is is Whoops. just extra profit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Bad John. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's right. Only one. We'll try and limit it to one. <laughs> I'm sure one when per we, episode. When we talk about what happened in Sea of Thieves last night, I'm going to get worked yeah, up. Yeah, we're so. gonna- <laughs> <laughs> triggered. Hashtag Just triggered. Tell you nope. now. Cover your ears. Yeah. Your um, muffs. When we yeah. Talk so about Game Pass is cool, and everybody, if you have an Xbox, it probably benefits you to have Game Pass too. Yeah. yeah. So. And I don't know if everybody knows exactly what it is, but. Uh, these are not streaming games. It's just that you're it, actually it's downloading. An actual they market copy of it. the game. You just lose access to it if you don't pay your subscription. It's been getting a lot of marketing push, so I'm hoping more people are like you know kind of tuned into it at this point. It certainly sets them apart from Sony, which oh, is what sure. they need right yeah. now. So that's good. Yeah. Next, uh, John. Yeah. So. Uh, Ubisoft announced a bunch of changes to Rainbow Six coming up with the new content drop that's that's going to be coming out. Uh, it's Operation, o- Operation Chimera. Is that what it is? I think is that so. the official name? I think so. Um, so they've got an outbreak thing coming out that is it's a four week event that revolves around players trying to free civilians from an area suffering a mysterious infestation, probably zombies. A lot of the fun of Rainbow Six Siege comes from running around your preferred operators specked out in cool looking cosmetic only gear problem is this outbreak thing is bringing a different set of loot boxes that are only paid for with real money and that's kind of the problem a lot of people are having is a bunch of salty dudes on reddit are basically like i've paid so much money in this game already buying all the year passes and spending money on r6 credits and you guys are just going to give away these loot loot boxes to like new (laughs) players and i don't get anything out of it because i'm a veteran player blah 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 so a bunch of salty dudes are mad about it i'm not really understanding Um, that argument yeah i don't get it either it's just entitled people thinking they're owed something i just think loot boxes are dumb and no game i do i i agree them, i but I, I do think like that is my if, if it's cosmetic only i don't yeah, care no. the fact that these veteran players are pissed off because they spent a ton of money already to get all the crap that they wanted out of the game it's not like they didn't get anything they got what they wanted by putting in money to get what they yeah, wanted they just they try to add something new as like a perk for somebody to buy in later right Release, um, you know. So these guys are all angry about it. Sense, they whatever. put up a huge like tiff on the subreddit, and the one of the devs or one of the the community managers actually came on Reddit and was like, "Sorry, we we are listening to you guys." This, and then I wanted to bring this up specifically because I like Ubisoft is the company now. Like I think Bungie needs to like take a note from because their like their community involvement is massive, and like they're in it like. They're just they're listening to everyone. They've addressed these problems like almost instantaneously. As soon as like the next day, they had a response to these people being pissed well, off. Generally speaking, their business model is better. Yeah, and and so Bungie was basically or not Bungie, blah, not definitely not Bungie. <laughs> um, Ubisoft was basically like, you know, our all of our current players are going to get an elite skin for Ash, blah blah blah. Like you're going to get uh, all the newcomers that are concerned about introducing, you, you know, your friends to the game. They're going to keep the standard edition at forty dollars. Originally, they were going to bump it up to sixty for this new pass, uh, but they're going to keep it at forty because 
why not? Like, keep people coming into the game. It's a great game. Yeah, don't, $40 don't dollars for that. a yeah. two-year-old game or whatever. I'm pretty certain that the standard edition on PC Fine. is like $15. It's, it's, the, it's the starter edition okay. for $15. The starter bucks. edition it is commonly, commonly goes on sale for $8 or something like that. But they also address that people who are concerned about the starter edition, they are going to be changing the way that operates. So it actually will be beneficial for you to, like, if you wanted to introduce someone to this game but didn't want to make that full investment of 40 bucks, like the starter edition will be a better way to do so. And there's a bunch of other things they haven't talked about that they will be announcing as soon as the Rainbow Six League like starts up in the next couple of weeks. So expect those to come out in about... Um but the big thing I wanted to stress here is like this is a company that like we all gave a ton of crap to like over the past few years and they've really turned the ship you know, no pun intended with all the pirate talk and everything, but they've they've turned the ship around with a lot of this stuff lately. Yeah. And, and I want to give Ubisoft I mean, a I lot think of credit. We started to talk about that with just how well they handled the new Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But this is like, changing things. They've really kind of weathered the storm that's come about yeah. in the waters, <laughs> the rough waters they've had to make it through. They really bailed out some water from yeah, their that's home true. for sure. But uh, yeah, I just want to give Ubisoft some credit because again, like they're not only are they riding the ship with all their games, but they're also just the 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 level of involvement they have in the community is something that should be like other companies should be keeping it keeping an eye on. I I will say their customer service is extremely slow, but they did take care (laughs) of my problem. Yeah, well, you also addressed it through their customer service's slowest channel first, didn't you? that's their only channel, as far as I know. I couldn't find oh. a real phone number. So the only thing that this kind of worries me a bit is the fact that, like, it got to the point where they released all of this news and they figured out it was a bad idea. <laughs> like, they, they they got to this point of this fever well, pitch for again, this game like, to come and get tons of people who never even touched the, it before to come and play it The only once. thing that, that bothers me out of the entire announcement, the original announcement, was them raising the price of the of the packages. Well, That's it. Exactly. The rest of it, like, I could care less about paid loot boxes for cosmetic gear and the fact that other people are getting pissed off about it because they they we've been here since day one and we've paid a bunch of money into this and they're not going to give us what we want. You've already gotten what you wanted. Like, give up. Like, you seriously, like, what level... The, the the gamers are so entitled for some reason that they feel they deserve more, even though they've already, like you paid money to get the things you wanted. Like there's no deserving anything at that point. It's just at the point of like it's the same thing with Destiny. Of okay, I could have spent the sixty dollars plus another thirty five or whatever on the expansion pass. And then I have to spend another thirty nine ninety nine on the Taken King to be on that bleeding edge when months later, like a month, a couple months after the Taken King comes out, you can get something that people spent a hundred and thirty dollars on for yeah, sixty bucks. <laughs> it 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 it's a bummer, and they got to figure out a way to not make it feel like crap, like. Yes, the fact that you got to play it first and do all that stuff is great. But by the way, that also means you get to beta test all the... Wait, you get to beta test all the bugs and shit and get the worst experience out of the game for paying first and most? I understand what you're saying. Like, they need to... That has nothing to do with What they can do is they can take 15 loot boxes and shut all of those guys up. And that's 2% of their revenue. Maybe... Probably not even. It's not that uh, hard. 
Throwing like, me some loot boxes in Destiny 2 isn't going to make me no, play that Destiny again. 2 these is are, another... These are and aren't traditional loot boxes, too. One of the cool things about this is that you will not receive any duplicate pieces, no matter how many... you can. If you buy 50 of these, these operator packs or whatever the hell they're called, the outbreak packs, if you buy all 50 of them, you'll get all of the items. And that's fine. And no duplicates. And the thing is, like, I understand that them bumping the price up by $20 for, like, the standard edition gets you 10 of those packs. You're get, essentially getting a $5 they're not discount. they're doing it now anyways. They're not doing it now anyways to keep everybody happy. But I think in, in scaling back the price of that, they shouldn't give away any loot, pa- loot packs. Like, just don't well, give no, them away. No, like, but I'm saying, like, to avoid this entire thing, they just need to realize that, like, there is a group of people that were there from year zero and say, all right, we need to treat these guys a little bit better. Well, they'll get a cool emblem. they've been here to when make this sequel. game successful. You know? Like, it's not that but hard. that's the thing. None of, like, I get that, but none of the things that they're... Like, the anything... The loot boxes they're giving out are... It's not that big of a deal. Like, who You don't who care cares? about them. But this hit their bottom line so much that they came out and completely reversed the decision in hours. Like, they figured out this is bad news immediately when they could have just been like, here's 15 loot boxes. It's not that tight. It's it's really not difficult. Like, I'm really loot boxed out right now. It's just not that hard to to reward the people that have been playing your game and legitimately paid the most money to play it. To give them a fraction of, like, all of the stupid American flag skins that you've got out there. I guess I just don't see it necessary. Hey, I like, love my American flag. It's not flag necessary, skin. but it it's means not you're like gonna... they didn't get anything out of the game already by paying the extra money that they paid. They no, got what they wanted out of the game they, already. They didn't, but like those people could have left and never come back. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't want to like. I, I get what you're saying. I just. It's, it seems like a relatively simple problem to fix other than, oh, hey, this is a PR disaster. Hit the abort button. Yeah. Now they just kind of look stupid to me. Like, thank you for listening. But by the way, you guys are idiots. You, there's no way they couldn't have seen this coming after EA implodes this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's really not that hard. Just have an ear to the ground. But I think again, I know it's Ubisoft, it's, so maybe they're French and they don't understand but I, all the. I English also think because on. of the fact that it's strictly, it's strictly cosmetic <laughs> items. There's not that big of a deal. I mean, I, there is a, it is a big deal. I Look, get it. The but, word loot boxes is now, but it only being cosmetic. They probably saw it as not being as big of an issue because there is no performance enhancing loot box or anything like that. It's like that's fine, except for the fact that literally everybody just hates. Loot boxes. Yeah. Period. Doesn't matter if they're cosmetics. Doesn't matter if it's got a free bag of fries from McDonald's in it. People just hate I them. I would love a loot box with fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, French fries sound really good right now. If, if but, fries just somehow popped out of my PlayStation every time I got a loot box, I would be ecstatic. Just, you, can, you can do that with Uber Eats, man. That, we are that not, requires we more effort. I'm not endorsing Uber Eats. Anyway. If you have to have McDonald's delivered to you, shame on you. <laughs> uh, my new story is Nintendo Labo. Uh, they announced this a couple days ago, weeks ago, last week. Last week. This blew my mind. 
Uh, I was like, what is this? It's a really, you got to watch the trailer because any words that I say about it are not going to make it sound as cool as yeah. it actually it's is. It's cardboard. It's you essentially, together, uh, and uh, you control it with your Switch. I don't understand how the games necessarily work, quote unquote, but essentially it's they're cardboard peripherals that you make using your Switch. Yeah. It, so it's, it's, yeah, they're basically figuring out ways to employ the Joy-Con to be the brain of control for these larger appendages that are made out of cardboard. Yeah. So they they showed things of like there's this piano that you can construct and all of the keys actually function. I don't know how they manipulate the Joy-Con to have the different I notes. heard it was the infrared sensor. Okay. So maybe the infrared sensor like how far you put the key looking down at or tags at the yeah. end of the key or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That makes they're, sense. They're really stretching the imagination of their own yeah. system, which I, is incredible. I guess stuff like the the RC car or whatever moves because of the HD rumble is actually what causes it to okay. move. Okay, that's that's awesome. So, yeah. like, there it's basically Nintendo figuring out interesting ways to employ like extensions on the Joy Cons, uh, in like interesting different cardboard forms. It's and pretty fascinating, but I don't know how well it's going to do. Seventy and eighty dollars. So there's seventy dollars for the variety kit, and then eighty dollars for the robot kit. And this is this includes the game that these come with, essentially. I, but the like, it seems expensive for somebody to buy cardboard. But the fact of the matter is, like everything I've been hearing. There are people our age down to like kids that are like, this looks awesome, which is a good sign. Yeah. Like it's Nintendo being pretty weird again. Yeah. And I'm, very weird. Yeah. So like, I didn't expect this at all. I don't think anybody could. I have. guess the robot kit's more elaborate. It actually yeah. has like a uh, pulleys and strings and stuff in that backpack. Yeah. Cause you like, not only do you have a backpack, and it has a, it has a game with it. Can you click on it? Yeah. Not only do you have a backpack, but there's also a visor that you put the switch in. And then, like, foot and hand things that you manipulate in order to control this robot that's on screen. And um, it, it just, it looks, now it's it's like incorporating... That looks dangerous. You're supposed to put the switch screen right in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like... Uh, it's- <laughs> It, they're gonna they're gonna have like Titanfall Switch Edition or something like that. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Sign me up. But no, it just it looks really cool. It looks like a very unique. Like this is essentially VR. It's not going to be three D. I just can't but wait if you to look see at it, two kids playing with this thing the, next the blue, to each other and accidentally. It's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> uh, the blue Joy-Con is in the head part, oh, so it's, it's gonna, like, using massage that. your head. No, it's using that to know what direction you're looking in, essentially. Uh, like it no so that I mean it's it's a it's like a sure? red yeah, it looks like the red one in the backpack also has the the infrared sensor. No, There's the red the red one in oh, the backpack. Oh, that's the shoulder button and the trigger. Never mind. No, I well, right? I don't know. Either way, like Regardless, well, this only is, one of them has an infrared sensor, right? Yeah, this yeah. is this, so. This infrared sensor looks like it's probably pointed inside, looking at the pulley system. Yeah, and then this doesn't. This one doesn't have the infrared sensor, I think. But it, you can still use the accelerometer to know where the head is moving. Right, yeah. right. That's wild. so. It's like the amount of thought going into this, I think, is being robbed by the fact that it's mostly made out of cardboard, and clearly because it's coming out. 
April 20th. 420. We know the super high dev team that had nothing else to work on was uh, behind this. I don't think the Japanese smoke a lot of pot. Well, this particular team does. They're based in uh, Colorado or something. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo of America, Colorado. Yeah. It's like... Have cardboard peripherals, dude. Man. Like this way, we can like recycle and save the planet too while we're playing <laughs> games, bro. Anyway, I think it's really cool. Uh, I wonder, does the Best Buy discount GCU it does does Ooh, apply? Nice, twenty so, percent off cardboard. Uh, we should probably like make a video of us putting this crap together and playing with it. Yeah, that'd absolutely. be fun. Just do it live on stream, but it just yeah. ends us up, ends up being us building all the crap I'm, I'm in the kinda meeting, like, sad we won't have labo stuff to play with at uh packs packs yeah <laughs> the yeah. thing is like okay, it's made out of cardboard or whatever, but you could probably buy like or you could buy like corrugated plastic and make like better quality crap, possibly you know you just need to three d print all of these i three d print all the pieces yeah. there, you know there's going to be somebody on Thingiverse that's like I figured out I modeled out all the Nintendo labo has to be a certain uh, weight to to work exactly yeah that's true because like it's intended it's easier to move cardboard with the vibration than it would be to move something that's more dense yeah anyway it's really cool people should check it out uh Nicole thinks it's really dumb. <laughs> I was like, that "Sounds about right." <laughs> I just, I, I think uh, anybody who plays video games and doesn't find this to be extremely innovative and interesting, there's something wrong. With I think you. people who maybe didn't enjoy their childhood enough <laughs> think this is stupid. People who don't have an know. imagination. I'll let yes. Nicole know. Oh, I don't really. I'm not <laughs> saying that that's the case for I'm her. I'm just kidding. But uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. No. It, I think. I think uh, it. I'd be interested to see what else you can do with it like is there going to be some kind of like as as a uh it'd be cool if, if it was almost like a mario maker sort of thing where like you as a person could cut out your own peripherals and make your own things that aren't even like ones yeah, they have but then that's like, the next level i'm sure program it to do whatever you want it to do like i don't know i mean it would I'm just so sad with where my brain just took all of that but i could see them co- <laughs> coming out with like like the the creator version yeah, you know, and that that allows you to like not only <laughs> it comes with this pack of cardboard, and it's just cardboard it's that's just blank, not, blank yeah, cardboard. It's <laughs> just no perforations, some Crayola markers, <laughs> and they but, ship it to you in a cardboard box. Yeah. Crayola markers that are like no, the exact no. Pantone colors of the Switch. <laughs> they send you the game <laughs> in like a three foot by three foot by three foot box, and it's just the cartridge like in the center of the box, <laughs> and then you have to use and the box you- to like make stuff. <laughs> actually really environmental. It comes with conscious. an exacto knife and some like Crayola markers. <laughs> we're running a bit long some on this, tape. by the way. Yeah, I'm sure we're going right. to talk about Sea of Thieves forever. But yeah, Nintendo Labo, it's cool. Check it out. We're going to talk about Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So the Sea of Thieves beta is available for anybody until the 31st now, I think. They extended it. If you have a, a uh, pre-order, you can pre-order it on whatever channel you'd and then, like. And then when you're done with the beta, you can cancel your pre-order and get the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sea of Thieves is available on Xbox One as well as PC. Uh, how do we want to start? It's by Rare, the people who brought you GoldenEye for the N64. And Conquer. Perfect Dark. And Conquer, Perfect Dark. Viva Piñata. Yes. Which is also All of the cool. Rare replay games on the Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, What's the... Banjo the, and Kazooie. Is yeah. that them? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... The only issue I have with this game well, as of right now is that... It takes fucking forever to load. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's a beta. They're figuring it out. But it's mostly the matchmaking has just been garbage. Yeah. So, yeah. and I blame that on just overstressed like, servers and things like that. Getting into a match, match together. Sucks. Let's let let me. So it's a first person game. You play as a pirate uh, that is either going out solo or with a crew of other pirates to man a ship. And, and no matter what you do, you are hideous. <laughs> You're yeah. the ugliest pirates. Well, in I'm the hoping world. that there's a player creation, but I have a feeling every character is going to be hideous anyway. Yeah, so, I, I would purposely make my character as hideous as possible. If it's first person, there's combat mechanics, there are sailing mechanics, there are drinking mechanics, there are <laughs> cannon mechanics, there's all kinds of... Everything that you think... Social justice there's, mechanics. <laughs> there's... Uh, anything you think that would be... There's music playing mechanics. Anything in a pirate, that a pirate simulator. Does. Yes. Like, it's there. Yep. And it's done really well. Yes. Um, the weather is very well simulated, for sure. The whole aesthetic of the game is fantastic. It's It has this slight realism pretty. to, like, the physics of the water, but it's very cartoony. Like, uh, you know, Brian kept talking about wanting to go back and play the Monkey Island games. You know, it just, like, has that, like, aesthetic to it. Um, the... Slightly oversaturated colors are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the models look, are yeah, really nice with the HDR too. Really well done. The music is cool. Um, one of my favorite musical things is when you actually get the wind to hit the sails in the right angle. Yeah. There's a slight music cue that kicks in, and it's it's literally just like a second long, and you're just like, oh, that was cool. Like, mm-hmm. and then you just get ripping on the water, and it's awesome. When you um, play music when you're drunk, it sounds like a bad trip or something. Yeah, when like. you're because dr- you can you can drink grog and get drunk as balls, and then you can play music you can and throw you throw up, up on you people. Can catch your you can catch you in a bucket and throw, throw it at people. people. You can sober people up by splashing water on I their face. I didn't know that. Also, by the way, that's I learned amazing. About that. It's like it's it's very much a simulation based sandbox, but it's pirate. It's basically everything. Brian's life and. Um, they don't tell you anything when no. you play this beta. They don't. It's kind of cool, though. But it's all like, stuff you can figure out. It's interesting. It's, it's it, very well designed. I wouldn't necessarily call it intuitive, but it's not like... It's not... Uh, it's not counterintuitive. Yeah, it's not oblique. It's not, you know... <laughs> No, they it's do somewhere so, in between intuitive and counterintuitive. I mean, like one of the one of the coolest things I figured out on my own was when uh, when I had to count paces for a treasure, yeah. and you you pull out your compass, and you're like, okay, I need to point southwest, and you point southwest, and you're like, cool, and then like you just walk, and you're like, eh, I don't know how many paces. That was. So I was just counting like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then yeah. like boom, I'm at the spot, dig, and, paces. and maybe I'm there. But if you actually hold up the compass, your controller vibrates your paces. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. If you hold the R that. trigger, it'll bring the compass I'm just up really to your good face. At counting. It- <laughs> Your pacing is just on it's point. On point. But yeah, you can pull up the. You hold the compass up to your face, and as you walk, it counts paces for you by vibrating the controller in your yeah. steps, which is super cool. Something I didn't realize right off the bat, but was very interesting. Um, I love the voting system to vote people into the brig because yes. we've run into having a, a fourth blueberry in our party that is just awful every time, yeah. and we have to lock them in the brig. Real One quick. guy actually sank our ship last night, <laughs> yes. and it was awful. Very quickly, though. Almost impressively. I yeah. don't know how I he don't did even, it. Like, he only, had a bomb in his he, pants He must have been throwing <laughs> boulders at the side of the boat somehow. Because like, we had a four... Uh, it was a full four-person galleon. Those can take a lot of water before they sink. Yeah. And, he uh, sank it in seconds. Yes. I mean, whatever he did... We were like, we got to shore, Impressive, and I was like, guys... Nonetheless. 
and then bam, it was There's gone. no ship. The ship <laughs> is sinking. And then there was a lot of waiting around on the island, waiting for Alex pull to... Pull up Sea of Thieves on your monitor there, so it shows up Alex in the Alex to get back to well, us it's to pick not, us up. I, that thing oh, is... Mine must I mean, I can... updated here, then. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so... I'm not sure what else to say about Sea of Thieves other than I'm really blown away by this beta and I can't wait to play the full game. It is a little stripped down. You're only doing like treasure hunting right now, but Brian, you had mentioned that there's yeah, there's like two other uh, monster missions companies or that you can work for. Okay, and one uh, specializes in monster hunting, and the other one has something to do with trade routes. Okay. Yeah, so you'd be transporting stuff from like one Probably, island to yeah. the other. Probably and, like, just like parcel delivery, basically. Fighting off other pirates and things along yeah. the way or whatever. Our experience dealing with other people in the game has been rough so far, but it's fun. Yeah. There's it's, uh... Anything goes, really. Like, there's no friendly fire or whatever when you're on the same crew, but, uh, you can... That's definitely... how stupid I look when I'm playing that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so if you did, it's a good thing you have facial hair. People would see like. So jowl. here's the thing. This is this is a beta, and um, obviously the features aren't completely built out yet. But I'm it, there's part of me having the experience that all of us did with Destiny One that is worried that we get the game and this is the game right now. Uh, I hope that's not true because. Right now, yes, it's fun to go and get treasure with your friends and stuff like that, but it's not... There's a ship. <laughs> yeah, there it is sinking. It's not necessarily... Um, it's not necessarily a fulfilling gameplay loop. Right now, you go and get these gold missions, and then you go and find the treasure. And finding the treasure is fun. You bring it back, and you get coins. And with those coins, you, you get can, reputation as well. You, yeah, cool you get clothes, reputation as well. Alex doesn't care about cool clothes. Yeah, you know. Once again, I do. That's why I don't care about loot boxes that are cosmetics. But It'd be great you know, if the treasure chests were loot boxes. It would be nice to have things to put that gold to that actually matter to the gameplay. Like, if are we going to be buying bigger ships? You, I don't know. You can buy a f- shovel to shovel faster with. I know that. Okay. Uh, so there are things that affect gameplay. You can buy better weapons. So combat gets better. Yeah, the um, blunderbuss is in the game right now. That's why we were getting wrecked by those well, people. Well, and that, the other that's day. so. What I'm saying is, like, for what's in there right now, yeah, there's a shovel. Do, I, do you know if the shovel actually does make it faster? I, no, I didn't have a chance to buy it. Actually, so I don't. It might don't, just make it look shiny. Yeah, because it's just kind of gold plated because you're working for the gold guild or whatever. But uh, so there might be a shovel that makes it faster to dig for things. Um, and there might be other things that filter into the gameplay. Like, I don't know if any of the musical things that you can buy actually make you better at playing the music or not. But even that's yeah, not know. important to the gameplay. Like, I just want to know that there's going to be something for me to aspire towards. Do I get to get bigger ships? Are there going to be more than four types of weapons? Well, that's I the just, thing. Is this like is this going to play out like based on our interactions last night uh, towards the end of our stream? Uh, you know, if we build up this really awesome big ship as a crew that we've spent a lot of time and money, you know, in-game money, like building up and having, you know, we get this really sweet set of sails and stuff. Someone comes along and sinks the ship or whatever because we run into another group of pirates. Are we then like SOL? Do we lose all I, that? I, or doubt like, it. I don't it, think it's going to be like, uh, like hardcore Eve. like Eve online. <laughs> yeah, pirate Eve. 
Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's just a lot of questions still, and I'm looking forward to answering some of them by playing the final game. I'm just worried about what answers I'm going to get. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, think... I don't deny that I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> So, but you and, know we're going to be paying ten bucks a month for the Game Pass, so exactly. we are somewhat disappointed. It's not going to be a big deal with the function of our podcast, where we try to play games and new games coming out every two weeks. Like I have no problem paying ten dollars to play this game for a month, and then maybe coming back to it later on down the line when yeah. there's more features and more stuff in it. Right. But right now, like we all may sound very like high on this game right now and totally down to pre-order or buy it or whatever. But I want to couch the expectations that it's going to be more than the five hours, six hours of fun that we've had with it in the beta. Cause I don't know yet. Like if we boot yeah. this up and it's this, I would be pissed paying $60 for it. If the matchmaking is this bad, if you can't drop in, drop out, yeah, like, I mean that's they they do need to tweak the matchmaking quite a bit. I also the only other complaint I have is I would like the combat to be, have a little more finesse to it. Like, yeah, for as sure. A, as a pirate, I mean, come on, yeah, like, sword take, fighting should be an art. And it's take Hook as an example. Really... Like, like I want to feel like I'm Rufio. You know, like I want to <laughs> like, you know, I want to I want to fight Captain Hook and like have like be able to do flips and stuff. I guess I don't really know. Like I just want it to be a little bit cooler instead of me just like mashing the button hoping that like the skeleton dies. You know, like the shooting feels right to me because those kind of games or those types of firearms should not not be, be accurate. Very yeah, accurate. like there's like there's there is kind no of iron sight. There, you know, there's yeah. it's just kind of like you point and shoot and hope for the best. And there's like, not even really a crosshair. On well, the, yeah, there's nothing. The, <laughs> the crosshair on the. Uh, Rifle. Sniper rifle is uh, it's a crack lens, yeah. lens, yeah. So I, I will say, learning the mechanics of sailing was so satisfying. Sailing yeah, is fun. Just working together as a team to to run that four person boat is pretty wild. It's a little frustrating if like nobody's out there to call rocks for you and like yeah, kind of yeah. guide you around. But that's the thing: needing to be that attentive to it all is awesome. So that's my if other people thing. Screw up too much, you just put them in the. If you are not able break. to play this with a crew of friends, I'm also not sure how much fun the game is. It Although is fun to play. I would also. It is, it is fun. It right? is fun to play solo. Solo is fun, but there is so much more to the experience when you when you play it with other people. Yeah. When you can get pissed at someone for not cutting the wheel soon enough or dropping the anchor or whatever, like it's funny. <laughs> or Brian and I walk up to drop the anchor at the same time, so he drops it and I catch the anchor yeah. and then I start wheeling it back up again. Yeah. And then we smash into the dock. <laughs> yeah, it's, I I would also I I hope that they would give us the option of playing like PvP or PVE sort of settings, just because like I like last night like we were having a lot of fun until I mean, it took us hours to get those six chests and then and then these two guys rolled in and just yeah steam, like how do they even boat, know to be there? Us. So we got so the way that this game works right now, you go to the the vendor that sells these. Uh, what are they called? Voyages? Voyages, yeah. You, you buy a voyage, you throw it down on the table on the ship, everybody on the crew votes on what voyage they want to do if you have yeah. multiple ones. And then you go and carry it out. You get, like, once you activate a voyage, you get a map related to that voyage. And some of these voyages have three chapters to them. You could be bringing home anywhere from three to six chests that you can go and turn in for money. Yep. And, um, 
So the idea that you could be spending all of your time doing all this and having a great time along the way doing it all, but then you end up getting screwed because people come and kill you to steal your stuff. I get that that is an interesting mechanic for the game. But not everyone's going to want to play like that. It's it like it after last night. I was like, man, I don't know that I could play this game long term because if that if that if that happened to me every time I played, I'd be pissed. If this starts getting like if the, if it becomes the the point where there's like a large sect of people playing this game that are just there to grief you and steal your crap. Sea of Thieves Dark Zone. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's basically the dark. There zone should from be the a division. certain area in the sea that. Is PvP I think, enabled? I think they the should allow triangle, you perhaps. to drop in and drop out. Like WoW had PvP and PvE servers, you should be able to kind of go back and forth. If well, you WoW want also to. had certain zones that were PvP. Yeah, like you, there were battlegrounds in WoW that you could like, even yeah. if you're in a PvE server, like you could go to a battleground and join like a giant fight, and yeah. like that was cool, you know. And that would be cool to have something similar to this. But I also just in general like. If I'm playing solo, there's no way in hell I want to be fighting against other people. Like I just oh, want to no. roll by myself and like go hunt treasures or hunt stand monsters a chance against or whatever. Other people or yeah, whatever. for sure. I mean, it's hard enough with like I mean, fight, we like, couldn't even we, there stand were, up to two people. There were four of us. As a we, group of four. Yeah, we and we couldn't handle two people because for whatever guns. reason. But I just I think it would it would be in their best interest to offer you the opportunity to play PVE or PVP. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause I, I, yeah, that was it'd very. Be, it would be super. It'd night. be super frustrating, like to get on every time and like know, like oh, I love certain aspects of this game, but then you load up your ship with treasures and you're like, I better go turn these in, and then you're like, I don't want to turn them in because I know as soon as I get close to that island, these guys are gonna come get me. But then they see your boat on the horizon, you're like, let's go, go to them. You know, yeah. like you sent that story out uh, yeah. on the Discord about the guys who were like, hey, we saw your boat from a distance and we went out and we we shot you out of the water and it sank your ship. Well, no, yeah, they, 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 they were it was, communicating with a lantern. There, there was a there was a smaller boat of two that saw a boat of two that was being chased by a galleon out in the sea, Look and they're like, oh, storm. we gotta go and help these people out yeah and so they ran out there and like not only ran defense to distract from the other group that was out trying to outrun but they also ended up sinking the ship together which is fantastic like it's cool that that stuff is possible in the game right but not everyone is going to want there needs to be a way to kind of say i don't want to partake in that today yeah like maybe you can put a white flag on your mast or something like that to say you're not you're not going to be competitive and then like if you want to be competitive you throw a red flag or a black flag or something just to signal that like and it not only like by you putting that up does it just not include you in that kind of activity but like you know it tells everyone else you're not playing that way too isn't there like a ghost mode or something in some (laughs) game (laughs) this commercial or whatever (laughs) in the middle of my isn't there a ghost mode about like in a game where you can kind of not partake god what am i thinking of maybe it's minecraft or something i don't know much about minecraft but i don't know where like, you there's just some... almost act as an Back observer in. not as an observer but like it essentially allows you to run through the uh the like pvp areas and still do things in those areas but you can't be killed by 
other people essentially like if you put well, that's up, that's how the division up, is now if you put up that white flag then essentially if anybody tries to shoot at you it just sails right through you oh yeah i know what you're talking i'm about. trying I can't to think of what, what game, game that is. was but yeah but i totally remember having that ability to be like all right i'm physical in this world and can interact oh, with other people gta has that yes yes gta does so it, it basically, you can just say most, like, "Oh, I'm the getting game with the most griefing of yeah, any game." I'm getting griefed. I'm gonna flip myself into ghost mode or whatever it is, and make sure that I can't it's be just, bothered. I think, I think yeah. they call it passive mode. Yeah, something like that. Like there should be an ability to do that in <laughs> this game that would then allow you to not interact with the PvP parts of things because. And that's the thing. They could also make it so that there are PvP activities that, like, they should maybe be more rewarding. Like, maybe if you steal somebody else's chest, it's worth a lot more money. Yeah. And that way, it, it makes would, it... It would be enticing for you as a single player to maybe want to delve into that aspect yeah. of play, but you don't necessarily have to. It's not required to. It's not, you know, like, you don't... I, yeah, that that would be that would be cool to have that kind of thing. to to gently push you towards doing it, but not necessarily require you. Yeah, to do but it. I definitely don't. I don't want it to be like Eve, where like you build up all this awesome stuff, and then all of a sudden, like somebody destroys it, and then yeah. you're just like, no, Meh. that would that would suck pretty bad. But no, you don't want your three hundred thousand dollars. Like, ship destroyed or whatever. Right, exactly. Like a million-dollar pirate battle, like they keep having in EVE or whatever now. They they have said that this beta is... All of this content is completely unrelated to the content in the actual full release. Yeah. That's interesting. So I'm wondering if, like, land masses are going to change, or I these voyages just period won't be in here, or what it's going to... What, what that actually means yeah. for the game. Um, but... And that that makes me hopeful that yes, like the the blacksmith shop and the things that aren't necessarily in the game, they're there, but they're I not. I hope the staffed. NPCs actually talk occasionally. Yeah. Well, and it would be really cool. Like, there's there's so many different things they can do with this too. Like, it'd be pretty awesome if they actually like they had like the American Settlers version of Sea of Thieves, where like you have to come over from like Europe and like ch- like create trade routes between Europe and and the new colonies we don't want or whatever. The exact like, American Settlers thing with slave trade and all that. Yeah. No, that not not, not cool. like that. But I just mean. Like it'd be cool if they if they ended up like modding in like real world stuff to yeah. where you could actually like sail the world essentially you know in some aspect yeah. or yeah, I think you just need to play a different game. No, I'm, I want to play it in this game. They could make they could make like a what if they made an extension of Sea of Thieves that was more like a civilization type game. I hope yeah some other games are inspired by the creativity of multiplayer options that this game has brought about though like. I've never seen anything quite like this game as far as how the co-op works and what you actually have to put into it. In terms of like activities that actually require you to, to collaborate and yeah. communicate. It, like yeah, sailing it's a ship of, is amazing. Sailing a ship is it's actually... incredibly unique It's to, the, it's to the most satisfying Destiny raid that's yeah. ever been created. Getting hit with some cannonballs and being like, yo, you go patch the holes while I'll bail out the water. Yeah. You know, And then you got two people up on, like, on I the want a space deck that are one steering and the other one's <laughs> launching cannonballs at the other ship that just hit you. Like Space of Thieves. No, that doesn't sound It's like just cool. Well, and even like the idea... like. You can literally pull off a crazy Ivan from from uh, Firefly in this game and be like, all right, guys, I'm going to turn the wheel hard to the left so we can get away from the guys that are behind us. We all need to drop the anchor right now, go and pull it back up immediately because it'll turn us really hard. Yep. 
and then we can sail in the opposing yeah. direction. Like you can legitimately something. pull that off in this game, and that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's actually watching the video of it right now, but we were literally in a hurricane at this point. Like, yeah. So there, there was a moment last night, like we said, the the rando just destroyed our boat so we threw him in the brig but what ended up happening is you get a mermaid that spawns that will take you back to the port where your boat respawns so john and brian had two treasure chests that we didn't want to lose they were standing on the island i got on i used the mermaid to get back to our ship and then i got in our huge four-person ship and (laughs) (laughs) that lightning and tried to command it back to where they were but this huge huge storm was in the way and I got into the storm, and I was like, this is okay. I can kind of see where I'm going. <laughs> I wish I'm, we had your footage. Yeah, your yeah. stream would have been awesome. It's like, this is okay. I can see where I'm going. I'm trying to angle. I know where the island is. And then all of a sudden, my uh, my compass, I lose my compass. It starts spinning in the storm. Yeah. And then also, storm. like I'm, f- you when you're in a storm, you actually have to fight the wheel, too, because the wheel will start turning on its own uh. because of the seas. But it got to a point where it was turning so hard that it threw me off of the wheel. Like, it would not let me take control of the wheel anymore. And wow. that's when the boat capsized and flipped upside down. <laughs> and I, like, it was, it was, it was awesome. So they've got dynamic weather on point in this game. Oh, yeah. Is what it boils down yeah. to. And just the Definitely da- the best water physics I've ever encountered, too. Yeah, the dynamic weather's cool. The day-night cycle's really nice. The sunsets are incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I, We I had mean, one weird, like, sunrise through the end of a storm. I think it was, like, right I think it was this, this one, yeah. That was really awesome. Um, but, yeah, so we've got uh, two hours, I think, of gameplay up on the Twitch channel. It's mislabeled at the moment. I'm going to go and fix it after the show with Sea yeah. of Thieves or something like that. But uh, it's it's pretty incredible. And if you're hearing this right now, there should be a couple more days of the beta left. If you want to try it out, throw down the money on Amazon. Amazon doesn't even charge you until it gets shipped, so you should get the code. And then you can actually like, I'm plug intrigued. the code in immediately. I, I, I'm I want to buy it just to have it anyways. Like the Game Pass thing is cool. I just I would like to su- actually support this game because I think it could be so much more over time. Well, and if it, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I like, don't, like I don't want to mislead Microsoft by just buying into Game Pass. Like I, I want this to be like a well-supported game for them. I think it's something that they it's a franchise they could really like jump on. This could be like their answer to like a Destiny or like a Division. You know, like it could be that sort of thing for them, and it's they kind of need it. And I don't want to just like buy Game Pass and be like, oh, I'll play it for a couple of months and put it away. Like, I'd rather give them that 60 bucks. But like I said, I know, like you said, even if we get two games out of Game Pass a year, like it pays itself off. And not only that it pays money. itself off, but you're giving them the same money, you know, like right, you're giving right. them the same money for the same thing. And I'm sure, I am sure they can see who is downloading what with Game Pass. Right. So they will know, oh my god, Sea of Thieves is huge on Game Pass. We need to do more with this. Like that'll that'll play into it. But I get what you're saying. I'm coming more at it from I don't need to spend all of my money on video games. I don't year. either. Like, like trust me, I don't need to spend like I especially I have to pay for a wedding this year. So no, exactly. I don't need to spend any more money on video games. As a matter of fact, I got yelled at for spending money on video games. So <laughs> uh but cuz there's so many other things you could spend your money on. <laughs> Anyways. At least you didn't buy the impatient. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good call. But yeah, I just like, I want to support them because I, I want this game to be something great. And it, it like, it already is awesome. And I want it to continue. Like, I just want it to continue down that path. Here so, comes that sunrise or sunset. Yeah. If you're watching the, the video right now on the stream, it's pretty rad. Um, 
But yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah, we were playing music. I forgot about that. I wish we had the sound yes, right now. Yes, we too, really but. enjoy playing music to people in the brig and throwing We lock them up. At them. Yeah, we threw up You should have seen... Guy. You remember last night, John, when you were on the map and you were like, you guys need to go away because Brian and I were playing yeah. music. I was just... I had my 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 right stick pointed all the way up, so I was looking at the ceiling, and I was just I had I had my left stick held on right, and I was just running in circles around the map table as you were sitting there trying to figure out what was going on. Like it was it was so fun. Like it's just, it's fun to be annoying in the game. It's fun to actually cooperate in the game. It's it, fantastic. And then like the the dynamic clouds, like there so comes cool. Alex. Like so cool. Yeah, it looks like the uh the Harry Potter effect when Well, the- and that's the thing. Like we even I watched oh, a full storm form at one point that was just incredible. Like it's just yeah. so they did such an amazing job with this game. Like this this I'm glad it's finally stream doesn't really do it any justice, I don't think. You, like you really should be playing it. Well, and here's the thing. I remember watching E3 videos and being like this looks cool, but I don't feel like it's going to look and function. Well, nobody like really this. understood what how it was going to function. I was like this looks cool, but I don't feel like like it looked it looked like yeah, I can play music or whatever, but why would I do that? And like, and <laughs> also annoying. the whole the whole compass thing that popped up, like they actually show the compass pacing thing when you press the R trigger to hold the compass up. They showed that in trailers, and when I did that the first time, I was like, "This looks and feels exactly like that E3 trailer." Yeah, like they they are delivering on the promise of what they showed, right? And and now there's, I a- think it's pretty incredible. So you know. Sea yeah. of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Check it's it awesome. out. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Did we have any other feedback or anything? Nico did write an email to us a while back. I don't know if you responded to him uh, personally, John. I don't remember. Let me pull oh, it up but also quick. Matt Bo in our uh, Discord chat yesterday during while playing with Webby on PUBG said that he would like us to cover Monster Hunter. So, Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I would, sorry. I'll consider possibly picking it up just to see or maybe we can have someone on who already has it who wants to talk about it like the fact that we literally don't know monster hunter scares me okay? more than I one was person saying, who's buying everything it. i've read about it is that this is the great jumping on point for new players uh everything i've read, read is that, that nothing has not changed. any more friendly to new players <laughs> yeah. than any of the other games yeah. uh nico wrote us an email it said uh, I I think this was just to us, but we can probably talk about it. I have PS4 Pro, PSVR, and a $20 gift card to the PlayStation Store. I prefer to play games with my friends rather than single player, but it's not a super hard preference. You guys have talked about a ton of fun-sounding games lately, and I was hoping you could help me uh, help point me in the right direction for a new game to buy. Is it better to wait for a game soon to come out? I'm not opposed to spending more than just the $20 gift card. Should I just buy Rainbow Six Siege already? Yes. He also said, feedback, it's great that you're trying to swear less. Only because it's funnier hearing you trying not to swear. I wish you guys loved the Overwatch. Uh, I wish you guys loved Overwatch a fraction of the amount that I do. I could write pages about how awesome that game is, but I won't. And as a fan of your podcast, I request that during the next Overwatch free weekend that you all play on PS4 with me. Then I can die happy. I request uh, that you guys play on PC with me. <laughs> so thank you, Nico. It's a free weekend. You could download it on PS4. Yeah. So yeah, do both. Um, a good $20 game for VR... If you if you wanted to try out that static institute of uh, uh, retention, <laughs> retention's the word that I forgot. Uh, that is fun, and it does have some two player stuff. Like if you want, if you're down for puzzle solving, 
I think that might be something that you could check out. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's so much out there. I don't, I'm trying to think of what Nico would really enjoy. I think he'd have fun playing Rainbow Six with us. Well, he's got the, he's got the aim controller now for VR too. Um, I th- was he mainly asking about VR games in that? I he didn't, recall. he just kind of says, you guys have talked about a lot of games. He says, I prefer playing games with my friends rather than single player, but it's not a super hard preference. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, Nico, I don't know how competitive you are necessarily. You play Overwatch, obviously, so you have a little bit, but uh, Rainbow Six is definitely super competitive, and it's something, like, we love playing all the time. Um, It's so much fun. It is. We were just playing Friday, was it? Last night. Or last night. Yeah, Yeah, last night we played. Probably both, because that's how it has been. we play all the time. And then also... Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is getting a bunch of updates and stuff too, so that might be something. I think it's on sale right now still. Yeah, and you can co-op that one. Um, there's also yeah, some there's, PvP, but Wildlands I haven't tried is it a out. great co-op game. And there's yeah. rumor that it's getting a battle royale mode. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah, well, yeah. I saw wow. Mike's uh, that would be message, cool. Yeah. So we don't not too sure about that, but um, yeah, I mean, there's so many good games out this year. I would definitely, if you like more difficult games, the Surge is constantly on sale now. It seems like on PSN, and Surge is, is great. Uh, hence the Surge sodas <laughs> that we picked up today. Um, I feel like I saw him playing Prey. But there, yeah, there's there's so many good games, Nico. It's really hard to point you in the right direction. But I know, again, you like competitive, so you might dig Rainbow Six quite a bit. Uh, definitely look into that. Headlander is free. You should get Headlander. Brian. I have Headlander already. Okay, I already bought it for like a couple bucks. I wish it was for PS4, PSVR as well. But, but. yeah. Anyways, that is all, I think. Yeah. Uh, what's coming out in the next couple? If Shadow of the Colossus will be out before our next episode. So, really? Yes. That soon. I'm not February ready February 6th. Right on. I think that's... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so well, I will certainly be talking about that. I hope uh, I know you're looking forward to it. Yeah, Brian. I'll pick it up, um, John. You should probably just rent it because it'll be pretty cheap to rent. Yeah, like there's no. I don't think you need to buy it. And to be honest, I will probably play it to talk about it and like it a lot. But I've already beaten it, so then I could just hand it off if you want to finish it. Right, right. So okay, well, I'll keep that in mind too. Well, I can hand it off to one of you. Well, well, we can fight about it after the show. Okay. Yeah. But so. also, it's only like thirty nine ninety nine plus oh, really? GCU, okay. I think. So you could get it for cool. That's not so bad. I think I have some Best Buy bucks too. Thirty two dollars. I probably do. I know I have at least a ten dollar gift certificate yeah, to Best Buy. They're probably so. due to expire soon as well. March. Anyway. Anyway, uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check Please out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, I did a Photoshop contest on the Instagram account last week, and Zach was kind enough to send me the most amazing <laughs> image he's that I've ever seen on the internet, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm going to post another one of those green screen shots for people to uh, green screen some more stuff behind me. If you do send one in, my favorite one that I pick and will repost, you will get a t-shirt sent to you from the Midwest Gainers podcast. So keep an eye on the Instagram account. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Alex, you got the Alienist podcast, Alienist recap podcast coming up? Yeah, so Nick and I started the Alienist recap podcast. The first episode of TNT's The Alienist aired last week on Monday. The second one is coming up this next Monday, and we will have a second recap episode out on the Wednesday afterwards. You can check it out on the TNT app uh, if you have a cable login for sure. 
Uh, but it's it's pretty interesting, and I'm excited to talk about it with Nick some more. So uh, please check that out in your favorite podcatcher. And also, uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook guys put out their uh, Class of 1982 episode back on the 19th. I'm not certain what's coming uh, this week. Um, but... Yeah, something should be out at some point uh, soon. So, yeah. Keep an eye Check on that. Check out those other shows. Pay attention to social media for us, and we'll let you know what we're going to cover next. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. Peace. Peace.